the words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit hath a man of all his labour which he taketh under the sun? One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh, but the earth abideth for ever. The sun also ariseth, and the sun goeth down, and hasteth to his place where he arose. The wind goeth toward the south, and turneth about unto the north, it whirleth about continually. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. All things are full of labour, man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, See, this is new? It hath been already of old time, which was before us. There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after. I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. I communed with my own heart, saying, Lo, I am come to great estate, and have gotten more wisdom than all they that have been before me in Jerusalem. Yea, my heart had great experience of wisdom and knowledge. I perceived that this also is vexation of spirit. For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow. I said in mine heart, Go to now, I will prove thee with mirth, therefore enjoy pleasure. I made me great works, I builded me houses, I planted me vineyards, I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. I got me servants and maidens, I gathered me silver and gold and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me men singers and women singers, and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments, and that of all sorts. So I was great, and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. And whatsoever mine eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withheld not my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labour. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labour that I had laboured to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. And I turned myself to behold wisdom and madness and folly. Then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly as far as light excelleth darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walketh in darkness, and I myself perceived also that one event happeneth to them all. Then said I in my heart, As it happeneth to the fool, so it happeneth even to me, why was I then more wise? For there is no remembrance of the wise more than of the fool for ever, seeing that which now is in the days to come shall all be forgotten. And how dieth the wise man as the fool? Therefore I hated life, because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Yea, I hated all my labour which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me, and who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool? Yet shall he have rule over all my labour, wherein I have laboured, and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep 
and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. And moreover I saw under the sun the place of judgment, that wickedness was there, and the place of righteousness, that iniquity was there. I said in mine heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. I said in mine heart concerning the estate of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. For that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts, as the one dieth, so dieth the other. Yea, they have all one breath, so that a man hath no preeminence above a beast. For all is vanity. All go unto one place, all are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. Who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? Wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? So I returned, and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter, and on the side of their oppressors there was power, but they had no comforter. Wherefore I praised the dead, which are already dead, more than the living which are yet alive. Yea, better is he than both they, which hath not yet been who hath not seen the evil work that is done under the sun. Again I considered all travail, and every right work, that for this a man is envied of his neighbour. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. Better is an handful with quietness, than both the hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. Better is an handful with quietness, than both the hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. Better is a poor and a wise child than an old and foolish king, who will no more be admonished. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God, for God is in heaven, and thou upon earth, therefore let thy words be few. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou shouldst not vow, than that thou shouldst vow and not pay. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them, and what good is there to the owners thereof, saving the beholding of them with their eyes? The sleep of a labouring man is sweet, whether he eat little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep. As he came forth of his mother's womb, naked, shall he return to go as he came, and shall take nothing of his labour which he may carry away in his hand, and what profit hath he that hath laboured for the wind? Behold that which I have seen. It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink, and to enjoy the good of all his labour that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life, which God giveth him, for it is his portion. Then I commended mirth, because a man hath no better thing under the sun than to eat and to drink and to be merry, for that shall abide with him of his labour the days of his life which God giveth him under the sun. For to him that is joined to all the living there is hope, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they shall die, 
but the dead know not anything, neither have they any more a reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love, and their hatred, and their envy is now perished, neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Go thy way, eat thy bread with joy, and drink thy wine with a merry heart, for God now accepteth thy works. Let thy garments be always white, and let thy head lack no ointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity, which he hath given thee under the sun all the days of thy vanity, for that is thy portion in this life, and in thy labour which thou takest under the sun. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might, for there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. I returned, and saw under the sun, that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favour to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Truly the light is sweet, and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun, but if a man live many years and rejoice in them all, Yet let him remember the days of darkness, for they shall be many. Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. Remember now, thy Creator, in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them, while the sun, or the light, or the moon, or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain, in the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease, because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened, and the doors shall be shut in the streets when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low. Also, when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the streets, or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. And further by these my son be admonished, of making many books there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment, with every secret thing, whether it be good, or whether it be evil. There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God, and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons, and three daughters. His substance also was seven thousand sheep, and three thousand camels, and five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she-asses, and a very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. And his sons feasted in their houses, every one his day and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And when the days of their feasting were gone about, Job rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned, and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. 
And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth. And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine. And there came a messenger unto Job, and said, The oxen were ploughing, and the asses feeding beside them, and the Sabaeans fell upon them, and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven, and hath burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon them, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose, and rent his mantle, and shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground, and worshipped, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity? Although thou movest me against him, to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone, and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, What, shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Now, when Job's friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came every one from his own place. For they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, and knew him not. They lifted up their voice and wept, and they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. After this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night in which it was said, There is a man-child conceived. Let that day be darkness, let not God regard it from above, neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. As for the night, let it not be joined unto the days of the year, let it not come into the number of the months. Lo, let that night be solitary, let no joyful voice come therein. Let the stars of the twilight thereof be dark, Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day. 
because it shut not up the doors of my mother's womb, nor hid sorrow from mine eyes. Why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? Why did the knees prevent me, or why the breasts that I should suck? For now should I have lain still, and be quiet. I should have slept. Then had I been at rest, with kings and counsellors of the earth, which build desolate places for themselves, or with princes that had gold, who filled their houses with silver. Or as an hidden, untimely birth I had not been, as infants which never saw light. There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary be at rest. There the prisoners rest together. They hear not the voice of the oppressor. The small and great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Wherefore is light given to him that is in misery, and life unto the bitter in soul, which long for death, but it cometh not, and dig for it more than for hid treasures, which rejoice exceedingly and are glad, where they can find the grave? Why is light given to a man whose way is hid? For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, If we essay to commune with thee, wilt thou be grieved? Behold, thou hast instructed many, and thou hast strengthened the weak hands. Thy words have upholden him that was falling, and thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. But now it is come upon thee, and thou faintest. It toucheth thee, and thou art troubled. Is not this thy fear, thy confidence, thy hope, and the uprightness of thy ways? Remember, I pray thee, whoever perished being innocent, or where were the righteous cut off? Even as I have seen, they that plough iniquity and sow wickedness reap the same. By the blast of God they perish, and by the breath of his nostrils are they consumed. The roaring of the lion, and the voice of the fierce lion, and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The old lion perisheth for lack of prey, and the stout lion's whelps are scattered abroad. Call now if there be any that will answer thee, and to which of the saints wilt thou turn? Hmm? Affliction cometh not forth of the dust, neither doth trouble spring out of the ground. Man is born unto trouble, as the sparks fly upward. I would seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvellous things without number, who giveth rain upon the earth, and sendeth waters upon the fields, to set up on high those that be low, that those which mourn may be exalted to safety. He disappointeth the devices of the crafty, but he saveth the poor from the hand of the mighty. So the poor hath hope, and iniquity stoppeth her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth. Therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty, for he maketh sore and bindeth up. He woundeth, and his hands make whole. He shall deliver thee in six troubles. Yea, in seven there shall be no evil touch thee. In famine he shall redeem thee from death, and in war from the power of the sword. At destruction and famine thou shalt laugh, neither shalt thou be afraid of the beasts of the earth. For thou shalt be in league with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with thee. Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great, and thine offspring as the grass of the earth. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, like as a shock of corn cometh in in his season. But Job answered and said, O oh, that my grief were thoroughly weighed, and my calamity laid in the balances together, for now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea, for the arrows of the Almighty are within me. The poison whereof drinketh up my spirit, the terrors of God do set themselves in array against me. O oh, that God would grant me the thing that I long for, even that it would please God to destroy me that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. Is there not an appointed time to man upon earth? Are not his days also like the days of an hireling, as a servant earnestly desireth the shadow, and as an hireling looketh for the reward of his work, 
So am I made to possess. Months of vanity and wearisome nights are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, When shall I arise and the night be gone? And I am full of tossings to and fro until the dawning of the day. My flesh is clothed with worms and clods of dust. My skin is broken and become loathsome. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Am I a sea? Or a whale that thou settest a watch over me? When I say, My bed shall comfort me, my couch shall ease my complaints, then thou scarest me with dreams and terrifiest me through visions, so that my soul chooseth strangling and death rather than my life. What is man that thou should set thine heart upon him? That thou shouldst visit him every morning and try him every moment? How long wilt thou not depart from me? nor let me alone till I swallow down my spittle. I have sinned, what shall I do unto thee, O thou preserver of men? Why hast thou set me as a mark against thee, so that I am a burden to myself? And why dost thou not pardon my transgression, and take away my iniquity? For now shall I sleep in the dust, and thou shalt seek me in the morning. But I shall not be. Then answered Bildad the Shuite, and said, how long wilt thou speak these things? And how long shall the words of thy mouth be like a strong wind? Doth God pervert judgment? If thy children have sinned against him, he has cast them away for their transgression. Seek unto God betimes, and make thy supplication to the Almighty. If thou wert pure and upright, Surely now he would awake for thee and make the habitation of thy righteousness prosperous. I know it is so of a truth. How should man be just with God? He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who hath hardened himself against him and hath prospered? Behold, he taketh away. Who can hinder him? Who will say unto him, What dost thou? How much less shall I answer him, and choose out my words to reason with him? If I justify myself, mine own mouth shall condemn me. If I say, I am perfect, it shall also prove me perverse. Therefore I say, He destroyeth the perfect and the wicked. If the scourge slay suddenly, he will laugh at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covereth the faces of the judges. If not, where is he? Now my days are swifter than a post. They flee away. They are passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that hasteth to the prey. If I wash myself with snow water, yet shalt thou plunge me in the ditch. For he is not a man, as I am, that I should answer him. Let him take his rod away from me. Then would I speak and not fear him. My soul is weary of my life. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say unto God, Do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. Is it good unto thee that thou shouldst oppress, that thou shouldst despise the work of thine hands, and shine upon the counsel of the wicked? Thou knowest I am not wicked. Thine hands have made me, and fashioned me together round about. Thou hast made me as the clay, and wilt thou bring me into dust again? Thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh, and hath fenced me with bones and sinews. Thou hast granted me life and favour, and thy visitation hath preserved my spirit, and these things hast thou hid in thine heart. If I sin, then thou markest me, and thou wilt not acquit me for mine iniquity. If I be wicked, woe unto me, and if I be righteous, yet will I not lift up my head. I am full of confusion. Therefore see thou mine affliction. For thou huntest me as a fierce lion, and increasest thine indignation upon me. Changes and war are against me. Wherefore then hast thou brought me forth out of the womb? Oh, that I had given up the ghost, and no eye had seen me. Are not my days few? Cease then, and let me alone, that I may take comfort a little. Before I go thence I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and the shadow of death. Then answered Zophar the Neamathite, and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered? 
Should thy lies make men hold their peace, and when thou mockest, shall no man make thee ashamed? For thou hast said, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in thine eyes. But oh, that God would speak, and open his lips against thee, and that he would show thee the secrets of wisdom. Know therefore that God exacteth of thee less than thine iniquity deserveth. Canst thou, by searching, find out God? Canst thou find out the Almighty unto perfection? It is as high as heaven, and what canst thou do? Deeper than hell, what canst thou know? Prepare thine heart, and stretch out thine hands toward him. If iniquity be in thine hand, put it far away, and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot, yea, thou shalt not fear, because thou shalt forget thy misery, and remember it as waters that pass away, and thine age shall be clearer than the noonday. Thou shalt shine forth, thou shalt be as the morning, and thou shalt take thy rest in safety. But the eyes of the wicked shall fail, and they shall not escape, and their hope shall be as the giving up of the ghost. No doubt, but ye are the people, and wisdom shall die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. Yea, and who knoweth not such things as these? Ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind. With him is wisdom and strength. He hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Also he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counsellors away spoiled, and makes the judges fools. He looseth the bonds of kings, and overthroweth the mighty. He increaseth the nations, and destroyeth them. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth, and causeth them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. Lo, mine eyes hath seen all this, mine ear hath heard, and understood it. What ye know, the same do I know also. Surely I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. But ye are forgers of lies. Oh, that ye would altogether hold your peace. Will ye speak wickedly for God, and talk deceitfully for him? Will ye accept his person? Is it good that he should search you out? He will surely reprove you. Shall not his excellency make you afraid? Hold your peace. Let me alone, that I may speak, and let come on me what will. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him, and I will maintain mine own ways before him. He shall be my salvation, for an hypocrite shall not come before him. Hear diligently my speech, I have ordered my cause. I know that I shall be justified. How many are mine iniquities and sins? Make me to know my transgression and my sin. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and holdest me for thine enemy? Wilt thou break a leaf driven to and fro? Or wilt thou pursue the dry stubble? For thou writest bitterest things against me, make me to possess the iniquities of my youth. Thou puttest my feet also in the stocks, and lookest narrowly unto all my paths. Thou settest a print upon the heels of my feet. Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower, and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow, and continueth not. And doth not thou open thine eyes upon such a one, and bring me into judgment with thee? Seeing his days, are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Turn from him, that he shall accomplish as an hireling his day. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stock thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth boughs like a plant. But man dieth 
and wasteth away. As the waters fail from the sea, and the flood decayeth and drieth up, so man lieth down, and riseth not, till the heavens be no more. They shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. O oh, that thou would hide me in the grave, that thou wouldst keep me secret, until thy wrath be past. All the days of my appointed time will await, till my change come. Should a wise man utter vain knowledge and fill his belly with the east wind? Should he reason with speeches wherewith he can do no good? Yea, thou castest off fear, for thy mouth uttereth thine iniquity, and thou choosest the tongue of the crafty. Thine own mouth condemneth thee, and not I. Yea, thine own lips testify against thee. Art thou the first man that was born? Or wast thou made before the hills? Hast thou heard the secret of God? And dost thou restrain wisdom to thyself? What knowest thou that we do not? What understandest thou which is not in us? With us are both the grey-headed and very aged men much elder than thy father. Are the consolations of God small with thee? Is there any secret thing with thee? Why doth thine heart carry thee away, and what do thy eyes wink at, that thou turnest thy spirit against God, and lettest such words go out of thy mouth? What is man that he should be clean, and he which is born of a woman that he should be righteous? Behold, he putteth no trust in his saints, yea, the heavens are not clean in his sight. How much more abominable and filthy is man which drinketh iniquity like water? I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are ye all. I also could speak as you do. If your soul were in my soul's stead, I could heap up words against you and shake mine head at you but I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the moving of my lips should assuage your grief. God hath delivered me to the ungodly, and turned me over into the hands of the wicked. I was at ease, but he hath broken me asunder. He hath also taken me by the neck, and shaken me to pieces, and set me up for his mark. His archers compass me round about, he cleaveth my reins asunder, and does not spare. He pulleth out my gall upon the ground. He breaketh me with breach upon breach. He runneth upon me like a giant. I have sewed sackcloth upon my skin. My face is foul with weeping, and on my eyelids is the shadow of death. Not for any injustice in mine hands. Also my prayer is pure. Oh, that one might plead for a man with God, as a man pleadeth for his neighbour. My days are past, my purposes are broken off, even the thoughts of my heart. If I wait, the grave is mine house. I have said to corruption, Thou art my father, to the worm, Thou art my mother and my sister. How long will ye vex my soul and break me in pieces with words? Know now that God hath overthrown me. Behold, I cry out. But I am not heard. I cry aloud. But there is no judgment. He hath fenced up my way that I cannot pass, and he hath set darkness in my paths. He has stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He hath kindled his wrath against me, and he counteth me unto him as one of his enemies. He hath put my brethren far from me and my familiar friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in mine house, and my maids, count me for a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I called my servant, and he gave me no answer. My breath is strange to my wife, and they whom I loved are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Have pity upon me. Have pity upon me, O ye, my friends, for the hand of God hath touched me. Why do ye persecute me as God and are not satisfied with my flesh? O that my words were now written, O that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and led in the rock for ever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, 
and that he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Ye should say, Why persecute we him, seeing the root of the matter is found in me? I have heard the check of my reproach, and the spirit of understanding causeth me to answer. Knowest thou not this of old, since man was placed upon earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment? Though his excellency mount up to the heavens, and his head reach unto the clouds, yet he shall perish forever like his own dung. They which have seen him shall say, Where is he? He shall fly away as a dream, and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night. His children shall seek to please the poor, and his hands shall restore their goods. Though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, yet his meat in his bowels is turned. It is the gall of asps within him. He hath swallowed down riches, and he shall vomit them up again. God shall cast them out of his belly. He shall suck the poison of asps, the viper's tongue shall slay him. He shall not see the rivers, the floods, the brooks of honey and butter. That which he laboured for shall he restore, and shall not swallow it down. According to his substance shall the restitution be, and he shall not rejoice therein. Because he hath oppressed and hath forsaken the poor, because he hath violently taken away an house which he builded not, Surely he shall not feel quietness in his belly. He shall not save of that which he desired. God shall cast the fury of his wrath upon him, and shall rain it upon him while he is eating. He shall flee from the iron weapon, and the bow of steel shall strike him through. Yea, the glittering sword cometh out of his gall. All darkness shall be hid in his secret places. A fire not blown shall consume him. The heaven shall reveal his iniquity, and the earth shall rise up against him. This is the portion of a wicked man from God, and the heritage appointed unto him by God. Hear diligently my speech, and let this be your consolations. Suffer me that I may speak, and after that I have spoken, mock on. Wherefore do the wicked live? Become old, yea, are mighty in power. Their seed is established in their sight with them, and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull gendereth, and faileth not. Their cow calveth, and casteth not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They take the timbrel and harp, and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wealth, and in a moment go down to the grave. Therefore they say unto God, Depart from us for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit should we have if we pray unto him? Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that thou art righteous? Or is it gain to him that thou makest thy ways perfect? Is not thy wickedness great, and thine iniquities infinite? Thou hast not given water to the weary to drink, and thou hast withholden bread from the hungry. Thou hast sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee. Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in thine heart. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defence, and thou shalt have plenty of silver. For then shalt thou have the delight in the Almighty, and shalt lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments, so should I be delivered forever from my judge. Behold, 
I go forward, but he is not there. I'm backward, but I cannot perceive him on the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him, but he knoweth the way that I take. My foot hath held his steps, his way have I kept, neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Why, seeing times are not hidden from the Almighty, do they that know him not see his days? Surely there is a vein for the silver, and a place for gold where they find it. Iron is taken out of the earth, and brass is molten out of the stone. Man setteth an end to darkness, and searcheth out all perfection. The stones of darkness, and the shadow of death. The flood breaketh out from the inhabitant, even the waters forgotten of the foot. They are dried up, they are gone away from men. As for the earth, out of it cometh bread, and under it is turned up as it were fire. The stones of it are the place of sapphires, and it hath dust of gold. There is a path which no fowl knoweth, and where the vulture's eye hath not seen. The lion's whelps have not trodden it, nor the fierce lion pass by it. Man putteth forth his hand upon the rock, he overturneth the mountains by the roots, he cutteth out rivers among the rocks, and his eye seeth every precious thing. He bindeth the floods from overflowing, and the thing that is hid bringeth he forth to light. But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man knoweth not the price thereof, Neither is it found in the land of the living. The depth saith, It is not in me. And the sea saith, It is not with me. It cannot be gotten for gold. Neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof. It cannot be valued with the gold of Ophir, with the precious onyx or the sapphire. The gold and the crystal cannot equal it, and the exchange of it shall not be for jewels of fine gold, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it, neither shall it be valued with pure gold. Whence then cometh wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? Seeing it is hid from the eyes of all living, and kept close from the fowls of the air, destruction and death say, We have heard the fame thereof with our ears. God understandeth the way thereof and he knoweth the place thereof. For he looketh to the ends of the earth, and seeth under the whole heaven, to make the weight for the winds. And he weigheth the waters by measure. When he made a decree for the rain, and a way for the lightning of the thunder, then did he see it, and declare it. He prepared it, yea, and searched it out, and unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Oh, that I were as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I washed my steps with butter, and the rock poured me out rivers of oil, when I went to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, the princes refrained talking, the nobles held their peace, and their tongue cleaved to the roof of their mouth. Unto me men gave ear, and kept silence at my counsel. When the ear heard me, then it blessed me, and when the eye saw me, it gave witness to me because I delivered the poor that cried, and the fatherless, and him that had none to help him. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My judgment was as a robe and a diadem. I was eyes to the blind, and feet was I to the lame, I was a father to the poor, and I break the jaws of the wicked, and pluck the spoil out of his teeth. 
Then I said, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. My root was spread out by the waters, and the dew lay all night upon my branch. But now they that are younger than I have me in derision, whose fathers I would have disdained to set with the dogs of my flock. Now am I their song, yea, I am their byword. They abhor me, and spare not to spit in my face, because he hath loosed my cord and afflicted me, they have also let loose the bridle before me. They came upon me as a wide breaking in of waters. In desolation they rolled themselves upon me. Terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my soul as the wind, and my welfare passeth away as a cloud. And now my soul is poured out upon me. The days of my affliction have taken hold upon me. My bones are pierced in me in the night season, and my sinews take no rest. By the greatest force of my disease is my garment changed. It bindeth me about as the collar of my coat. He hath cast me into the mire, and I am become like dust and ashes. I cry unto thee, and thou dost not hear me. I stand up, and thou regardest me not. With thy strong hand thou opposeth thyself against me. Thou liftest me up to the wind. Thou causest me to ride upon it and dissolvest my substance, for I know that thou wilt bring me to death, and the house appointed for all living. Did I not weep for him that was in trouble? Was not my soul grieved for the poor? When I looked for good, then evil came unto me, and when I waited for the light, there came darkness. My bowels boiled and rested not. The days of affliction prevented me. I am a brother to dragons and a companion to owls. My skin is black upon me and my bones are burned with heat. My harp also is turned to mourning and my organ into the voice of them that weep. For what portion of God is there from above? Doth he not see my ways and count all my steps? If I have walked with vanity, or if my foot hath hastened to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance that God may know mine integrity. If my step hath turned out of the way, and mine heart walked after mine eyes, then let me sow, and let another eat. Yea, let my offspring be rooted out. If mine heart hath been deceived by a woman, or if I have laid wait at my neighbour's door, then let my wife grind unto another, and let others bow down upon her, for this is an heinous crime, yea, it is an iniquity to be punished by the judges. If I did despise the cause of my manservant or my maidservant when they contended with me, if I have withheld the poor from their desires, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel myself alone, and the fatherless hath not eaten thereof, if I have seen any perish for want of clothing, or any poor without covering, if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless, then let mine arm fall from my shoulder blade, and mine arm be broken from the bone. If I have made gold my hope, or have said to the fine gold, Thou art my confidence. If I rejoiced because my wealth was great, and because mine hand hath gotten much, if I beheld the sun, when it shined, or the moon walking in brightness, and my heart hath been secretly enticed, or my mouth hath kissed my hand, this also were an iniquity to be punished by the judge, for I should have denied the God that is above. If I rejoice at the destruction of him that hated me, or lifted up myself when evil found him, neither have I suffered my mouth to sin by wishing a curse to his soul. The stranger did not lodge in the street, but I open my doors to the traveller. Oh, that one would hear me. Behold, my desire is that the Almighty would answer me. I would declare unto him the number of my steps, as a prince would I go near unto him. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind, and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, 
and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding. When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut up the sea with doors when it brake forth, as if it had issued out of the womb, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and here shall thy proud waves be stayed? Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the dayspring to know his place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it? Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea? Or hast thou walked in the search of the depth? Have the gates of death been opened unto thee? Or hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Where is the way where light dwelleth? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof? Knowest thou it, because thou wast then born? Or because the number of thy days is great? Hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow? Or hast thou seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the day of battle and war? By what way is the light parted, which scattereth the east wind upon the earth? Who hath divided a watercourse to cause it to rain on the earth, where no man is, to satisfy the desolate and waste ground, and to cause the bard of the tender herb to spring forth? Hath the rain a father? Or who hath begotten the drops of dew? Out of whose womb came the ice, and the hoary frost of heaven? Who hath gendered it? Canst thou loose the bands of Orion, or canst thou guide Arcturus with his sons? Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou lift up thy voice to the clouds, that abundance of water may cover thee? Canst thou send lightnings, that they may go and say unto thee, Here we are? Who can number the clouds in wisdom, or who can stay the bottles of heaven, when the dust groweth into hardness, and the clods cleave fast together? Wilt thou hunt the prey for the lion, or fill the appetite of the young lions, when they couch in their dens? Who provideth for the raven his food? When his young ones cry unto God, they wander for lack of meat. Knowest thou the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Or canst thou mark when the hinds do calf? They bow themselves, they bring forth their young ones, they cast out their sorrows. Their young ones are in good liking, they grow up with corn, they go forth and return not unto them. Who hath sent out the wild ass free? whose house I have made the wilderness, and the barren land his dwellings. The range of the mountains is his pasture, and he searcheth after every green thing. Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee, or abide by thy crib? Will he harrow the valleys after thee, bring home thy seed, and gather it into thy barn? Gavest thou the goodly wings unto the peacock, or wings and feathers unto the ostrich, which leaveth her eggs in the earth, and warmeth them in dust. She is hardened against her young ones, as though they were not hers. Her labour is in vain without fear, because God hath deprived her of wisdom, neither hath he imparted to her understanding. Hast thou given the horse strength? Hast thou clothed his neck with thunder? Canst thou make him afraid as a grasshopper? The glory of his nostrils is terrible. He poureth in the valley and rejoiceth in strength. He goeth on to meet the armed men. He mocketh at fear and is not affrighted. Neither turneth he back from the sword. The quiver rattleth against him, the glittering spear and shield. He swalloweth the ground with fierceness and rage. He saith among the trumpets, Ha <laughs> ha! And smelleth the battle afar off, the thunder of captains and the shouting. Doth the hawk fly by thy wisdom, and stretch her wings towards the south? Doth the eagle mount up at thy command, and make her nest on high? She dwelleth and abideth on the rock, upon the crag of the rock, and the strong place. From thence she seeketh the prey, and her eyes behold far off. Her young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there is she. 
Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproveth God, let him answer it. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay mine hand upon my mouth. Once have I spoken, but I will not answer, yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind, and said, Gird up thy loins now like a man. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. Wilt thou condemn me, that thou mayest be righteous? Hast thou an arm like God? Or canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Deck thyself now with majesty and excellency, and array thyself with glory and beauty. Cast abroad the rage of thy wrath, and behold every one that is proud, and abase him. Look on every one that is proud, and bring him low, and tread down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together, and bind their faces in secret. Then will I confess unto thee that thine own right hand can save thee. Behold now, Behemoth, which I made with thee. He eateth grass as an ox. Lo now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong as pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him forth food, where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees in the covert of the reed and fens. The shady trees cover him with their shadow. The willows of the brook compass him about. Behold, he drinketh up a river, and hasteth not. He trusteth that he can draw up Jordan into his mouth. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with a hook, or his tongue with a cord which thou lettest down? Canst thou put a hook into his nose, or bore his jaw through with a thorn? Will he make many supplications unto thee? Will he speak soft words unto thee? Will he make a covenant with thee? Wilt thou take him for a servant forever? Wilt thou play with him as with a bird? Or wilt thou bind him for thy maidens? Canst thou fill his skin with barbed irons, or his head with fish spears? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together. They cannot be sundered. His eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lamps, and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils goeth smoke, as out of a seething pot or cauldron. His breath kindleth coals, and a flame goeth out of his mouth. His heart is as firm as a stone, yea, as hard as a piece of the nether millstone. When he raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. The sword of him that layeth at him cannot hold, the spear, the dart, nor the harbinger. He esteemeth iron as straw, and brass as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee, darts are counted as stubble. He laugheth at the shaking of a spear. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He maketh the sea to boil like a pot of ointment. Upon earth there is not his like, who is made without fear. He beholdeth all high things. He is a king over all the children of pride. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Therefore have I uttered that I understood not, things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eyes seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, and repent, in dust and ashes. And it was so, that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against thee, and against thy two friends, 
For ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job hath. Therefore take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you, for him I will accept. Lest I deal with you after your folly, in that ye have not spoken of me the thing which is right, like my servant Job. So Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuite, and Zophar the Naamathite went and did according as the Lord commanded them. The Lord also accepted Job, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then came there unto him all his brethren, and all his sisters, and all they that had been of his acquaintance before, and did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him, and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money, and every one an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning, for he had fourteen thousand sheep, and six thousand camels, and a thousand yoke of oxen, and a thousand she-asses. He also had seven sons, and three daughters. And in all the land were no women found so fair as the daughters of Job. After this lived Job an hundred and forty years, and saw his sons, and his sons' sons, even four generations. So Job died, being old and full of days.